I'm Maureen, a former kindergarten teacher turned mom on the road, and this is Asha. You're listening to Readers on the Road. The iciest, diciest, scariest sled ride ever. Your turn. The iciest. Diciest. Diciest. Scariest. Scariest. Sled ride ever. Sled ride ever. By Rebecca Rule and illustrated by Jennifer Thurms. On the first day of February vacation, sleet followed snow and made a crust so thick you couldn't break through, even if you jumped on it as hard as you could. The largest of the three LaPierre brothers tried. He jumped up and down, but he couldn't break through. My little brother, Robert, slid down the slope in our backyard like a hockey puck in the puffy snowsuit he got for Christmas. He bumped into the snow-softened stone wall. It looked like fun, so we all tried it. The LaPierre's my two best friends, Patty H and Patty P, and me. We bounced off the stone wall. Then we had to form a human chain to pull everybody back up the little hill. The world was ice, and we were skaters without skates. We decided to look for a really good sliding place. Patty H. tested her snow saucer on the hill by Raymond's Brook. She spun all the way down, plowing backwards through the pucker brush at the bottom. I got ready to go. Forget it, Lizzie, she yelled up to me. You can't steer on this stuff. We'll meet you at the bridge, I yelled down. Then I remembered the old Travis sled in Grandpa Bud's barn. It was homemade, two double runner sleds hitched to a plank seat. When Grandpa Bud was a kid, he said you could push off from his house at the stroke of noon, whiz down Old Mountain Road, past the horse farm, past the mill, and past the blacksmith shop, whip around the curve, go past the cemetery, past the church, and past the skating pond. Swoosh into the village and spin to a stop in the snowbank by the gazebo before the bell finished ringing the hour. Whew! Of course, then it took us the rest of the afternoon to hike home, Grandpa Bud said. Please, we said, please, please. Mm, I don't know about this, he said. It's awful icy. We promise not to break the Travis. Just don't hurt yourselves, he said. Hit a soft spot in the crust and things could get dicey. We promised not to break ourselves. It's hard to steer on crust, Grandpa Bud said. You get going too fast, it's pretty scary. We're not scared, we said. We'll try to go slow. We were pretty sure he didn't believe us about the slow part. We didn't believe ourselves. And stay out of the road, he warned. Times have changed. An icy glaze coated the highest, mightiest, iciest sledding hill off Old Mountain Road. 
We'd sledded here before on saucers, cardboard boxes, and once on my cousin Poppy's flexible flyer, but never on a sled as big as Grandpa Bud's Travis, and never on a crust like this. The smooth surface was so bright it hurt our eyes. The hilltop glared in the sun. Two LaPierre boys pulled the Travis. Patty P pushed. We couldn't stand once it got steep. Our legs kept sliding right out from under us. So we crawled. Wow, that's a really high hill. I could hear Robert's snowsuit swishing behind me. He grabbed my boot. I tried to shake him loose. We both rolled all the way down the hill and wedged up against a small hemlock tree. Soon, the three LaPierres, the two Patties, and the Travis joined us. We need climbing ropes, said the LaPierres. We need cleats, said Patty P. We'll never make it, Patty H. said. We need sticky mittens, Robert said, and spiky knees. We need a hot air balloon, I said, for floating up. We locked hands and feet. Then, on our bellies, we wormed up the slope. An inchworm train with a Travis caboose. We made it almost halfway before a LaPierre lost his grip. I'm going, he cried and went, taking a patty or two with him. I rolled over, threw my hands up, and enjoyed the ride all the way down. Pig pile. Let's go to my house and have cocoa, Patty H. said. But we ignored her. We took to the trees at the edge of the field. A LaPierre tied the Travis to his waist with the sled's pulling rope. The crust seemed softer here, soft enough to dig in a toe. We hugged trees all the slip slide way to the top. The three LaPierre boys formed a human chain with the Travis at the end of it. Once we reached the height of land, we followed the ridge to the top of the highest, mightiest, iciest sledding hill off Old Mountain Road. We saw white, bright mountains. We saw the racing horse weather vane on the roof of Grandpa Bud's barn. We saw the steeple of the church. We saw the frozen pond. No one said, I am afraid, but we were a little. We played one potato, two potato to see who would steer. I won. Behind me, my brother, the two patties, and the three LaPierres squished together. Ready? Set? The highest, mightiest, iciest sledding hill off Old Mountain Road stretched before us like a lifetime. I straightened the steer bar and braced my knees. Robert buried his runny nose in my back. The last LaPierre gave a little push and... Off we went. Slow at first and then fast and faster. Someone screamed. It was me. The runners on the old Travis remembered how to glide. The hill took control and we were flying, flying over the highest, mightiest, iciest sledding hill off Old Mountain Road. We were going so fast, the tears blew out of our eyes. We were going so fast, we forgot to be scared. Some of us laughed. 
Some of us screamed. Some of us did both at the same time. The wind whipped our screams and laughter like, like a beautiful scarf trailing wildly behind. At the bottom, Robert crawled out from under the pile of LaPierre's, Patty's, and me. It looks like they lost hats and mittens. He wiped his nose with his mitten. He gazed in wonder up at that long, steep slope we just careened down. He said, let's do it again. So we did. The end. Who are those things? Travis sleds, that's what we called them in my family, are long runner sleds that could carry anywhere from 2 to 12 to 100 people. They were much more common in the early and mid-20th century than they are now. They are believed to have descended from the Travois, a Native American style of sled, usually made with two joined crossed poles that was pulled by dogs or horses. The Travois, a similar type of sled, was used in the logging industry to haul lumber. Someone along the way realized runners would make these summertime sleds useful and more fun in the winter. The Uncle Sam sled, considered the world's longest sled, was a Travis sled built in the 1890s Farmington, New Hampshire by Hervey Pearl. At 77 feet long, it could see at least 70 adults or 100 children. Mr. Pearl's fast and furious runs down Main Street grew quite famous until... With the rise of the motor car, Uncle Sam was retired in 1922. It is now on display at the New Hampshire Farm Museum in Milton, New Hampshire.